0: Hello, and welcome to the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gill. This is part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Hello, Dog Pound South campers. How's everybody doing today? Uh, uh, Today, the uh, new offensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns, Ken Dorsey, former quarterback, was introduced. He took questions and, of course, hardly said anything at all, which is to be expected. But first, let me uh, take care of a few things. Um, I know um, on this network and on other podcasts, people are still freaking out about the uh, salary cap. And let me explain again that this is sustainable. Um, There's no kicking the can down the road. There's no paying for it later. You have to have three things for it to be sustainable. A rich owner, Jimmy and D are filthy rich. a talented front office, i.e. writing contracts. They've proven under Andrew Barry they can do that. And an aggressive GM who knows how to draft and sign um, undrafted rookie free agents. Andrew Berry has done that. He picked up three um, players this year that uh, contributed, DTR, um, Cameron Mitchell, and, of course, um, Dewan Jones, and, you know, you throw in a Ronnie Hickman, and I think next year you're going to see a few more of these players. And DeAnthony Bell was also an undrafted rookie free agent, so it's working. So let's clear that up. It is sustainable. Don't worry about the salary cap. They know what they're doing. Uh, second thing I'd like to talk about, I, I, I've uh, listened to this little podcast from Albert Breer um, and his suggestion that uh, – Uh, Alex Van Pelt was the glue that held Cleveland together and that Paul DePodesta was the one who fired him. That's crap. That's a lot of crap. Here it is. Basic, simple story. AVP and Deshaun Watson just didn't mix well. If you're going to pay a quarterback $230 million and keep him on the roster and use him and get the best of his abilities the quarterback coach, because AVP was also the quarterback coach, and he was a game planner for the week, uh, have to be on the same page. They wanted to keep him in the organization, but AVP said, "No, no, I think I'm going to go someplace else." Now he's in New England, so of course Albert Breer is going to talk him up, make him sound like he's the new savior for the New England Patriots. I'm happy for uh, Alex Van Pelt, but it just came down to bottom line. Kevin Stefanski decided that he and his franchise quarterback just were not a good mix. Moving on to the new offensive coordinator. I listened to the news conference. Um, It's an interesting, it was an interesting news conference today. Um, Of course, uh, Kevin Stefanski started and didn't take any questions. He shouldn't. He didn't last year when they, uh, Jim Schwartz had his news conference. He was introduced, and Kevin Fancy got the heck out of there. Uh, play calling is still up for discussion. Um, after living listening to Ken Dorsey, I have a feeling, and I may be the only one who thinks this. Uh, I've already seen it on social media. Other people don't think this. I think he's going to be calling plays. Um, he talked about he needs to put um, – his premier quarterback in the best position to win. Uh, Both Stefanski and Dorsey uh, emphasize the phrase fresh approach to the offense. That's what tells me. I got a feeling he's going to call plays. It really doesn't make any difference. Uh, Last year, uh, Kevin Stefanski let the defense and the special teams go, let his coaches take care of it, and they did an excellent job. So I think his transition to a head coach who oversees everything is to have Ken Dorsey call plays. Um, also, he, um, he talked a lot about revamping the offense to fit Deshaun Watson. Um, a lot has been made that uh, Deshaun Watson doesn't like scripted first drives. Uh, he emphasized they're going to do what's best for the team. He said he can understand some quarterbacks don't like scripted for, uh, first drives. Some do. He's going to mold and shape the offense to benefit everyone. Um, also, he addressed um, turnovers. High priority for him. Can't turn the ball over uh, to win and win games. That's basically what he said and I agree with him. Turnovers last year were incredibly bad. <laughs> they were the worst in the league, and it finally caught up to him in the wild-card game. Um, loves the offensive line. Uh, we still don't know who the offensive line coach is. Uh, they did interview Andy Dickerson, but I'm hearing that Alex Van Pelt would like to hire Andy Dickerson. He is right now interviewing with a bunch of teams as an O-line coach. Um, Scott Peters is the assistant coach O-line coach under Bill Callahan, he, um, I think he's going to get the job. He learned from Bill Callahan and the players respect him, know him. So I have no problem with that. Um, all in all, I think it was, um, you know, it's your typical football news conference. Um, not a lot was said. You can read into a few things. You can determine a few things, but other than that, you know, um, It just was a typical uh, coaching news conference where nothing's said, but everything is said. Um, Like I said, I think he's going to call plays. I'll go on a limb on that. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I I don't care if I'm right or wrong. I just get the impression to listening to him that he's going to call plays. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and I want to talk to you a little bit about free agents. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. Um, now that we're into the the uh, postseason where we're going to see our preseason technically um, before the league year starts on the 13th and the team has to be at the salary cap uh, on March 13th. So there's no carrying and that kind of stuff. They've got to decide who they're going to bring back um a lot has been said about mo, uh, mo Hurst and shelby harris i would like both of them back i think they played exceptionally well i would also like to see cedarius smith come back um the two special teamers i've mentioned before um adams and um i can't think of the other guy named the linebacker the ben ben uh, that uh bubba ventrome wanted I think they're going to re-sign them. I've definitely re-signed Michael Dunn, Nick Harris, um, Sione Takitaki. Um, they got to do something about their third safety. Do you roll with uh, McLeod again, or do you look for somebody a little younger? Uh, Schwartz loves McLeod. But if you're looking at what kind of players um, Andrew Berry signs, he's looking for young players coming off their rookie contract. You catch a player going on the upside of their ability while they're still young, um, but that's what you're looking for. Uh, a lot of uh, websites list wide receiver, uh, interior defensive line, and safety as the the must needs for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, before you can talk draft picks, you got to talk free agents. They can fill these needs in free agency. But by the way, defensive linemen, rookie defensive linemen, usually. Take about a year to mature. If you want an example, look at Alex uh, Wright. His first year, not that great. This past year, filled in, I think, incredibly well Um, on the inside of that defensive line. I believe he had a sack in four straight games. Uh, So I'll take that any day of the year. So you still got uh, McGuire and Sika Ika sitting there. Let's see if they develop. So if you draft a a defensive lineman this year, it's going to be like a redshirt year. You're not going to see, they're not going to see the field. I would like for them, I've been watching some of the older games uh, from last year, I and uh, they definitely need a younger defensive tackle if they're unable to sign um, Mo Hurst and uh, Shelby Harris. Uh, they got to make a decision on Jordan Elliott. How well does uh, Jim Schwartz like Jordan Elliott? He made him play during preseason, so he was looking for something from him. Um, He was kind of just good, average. People still ran the ball on the Browns. Um, So keep that in mind when you're talking about wide receivers, um, a veteran offensive tackle. I still think they need one more. I think the James Hudson experiment is over. I would still pick one up because you never know if Conklin's going to make it through. They got to have him on the roster this year, next year and the year after he has no guarantees. So they have to dis- they have to have Conklin and Wills on the offensive line this year, and then you've got Dewan Jones as backup. So they need a veteran swing tackle, in my opinion. As for wide receivers, you see a lot of people wanting this and wanting that. If they keep Amari Cooper, the only thing they really need to do, I mean, is to find a replacement for Marquise Goodwin. That's it. That's all they really need. Hollywood Brown out in Arizona wouldn't be a bad option. Uh, Gabriel Davis from Buffalo also be an excellent option. But, you know, you got Cedric Tillman, uh, you got David Bell, and I believe you still have Elijah Moore on rookie contracts. So they don't have a lot invested. It's top-heavy with uh, Omari Cooper. Then we get to the Nick Chubb question. Is he going to be the same Nick Chubb? Is he healthy enough? to start the season. That's a big question. So keep an eye out for if you, you know, you're going to see a lot of stuff online, especially around March 11th when the legal tampering period starts and a little bit before that. If you just pay attention to the running back situation, uh, they need a veteran running back. I'm sorry, they do. Uh, Deuce Daly was hired to light a fire under Jerome Ford. Uh, we don't want him being the dance king anymore behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, Deuce Staley will be able to do that, but they need another running back. And don't say Kareem Hunt. I'm sorry. I love Kareem Hunt, but I doubt he's going to come back. They need a backup. So do you sign a backup to be your number two or three, or do you sign one to carry the team in case Nick Chubbs does not return? So keep an eye on that. Um, other than that, I would like to see them get another defensive uh, interior defensive lineman, uh, maybe another defensive end. Uh, the safety position, like I said, Rodney McLeod, Jim Short's favorite, but you know he's getting up there in age. And once a player in their thirties start hurting themselves, they can't stop hurting themselves. So that's it for today, campers. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. I appreciate you following, listening, watching are the Fanatical Elves Network. Like I've always said, we're fans just like you, and we love the Cleveland Browns just like you. So thanks for watching the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gill. This is part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network, and everybody have a great day, and go Browns.